Thank you, Brother Mike, and good morning, friends. We greet you this Tuesday morning from the radio pulpit. We're thankful for the opportunity to come today and share with you a message from God's precious Word. Now, today let's go to the book of Leviticus, the book of Leviticus, chapter 13. Leviticus, chapter 13, uh, and we'll read about four verses. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, saying, When a man shall have in the skin of his flesh a rising, a scab, or a bright spot, and it be in the skin of his flesh like the plague of leprosy, then he shall be brought unto Aaron the priest, or unto one of his sons the priests. And the priest shall look on the plague in the skin of his flesh, and when, and when the hair in the plague is turned white, and the plague in sight be deeper than the skin of his flesh, it is a plague of leprosy. And the priest shall look on him and pronounce him unclean. If the bright spot be white in the skin of his flesh, and in sight be not deeper than the skin, and the hair thereof be not turned white, then the priest shall shut up him that hath the plague seven days. Now, yesterday from the book of Genesis 7, we looked at the blessing of being shut in. Uh, God was in the ark. God said to Noah, come thou and thy family into the ark. And verse 16 said, and God or the Lord shut him in. And we talked about the blessings of being shut in. Now, today from this scripture, I want to talk about uh, as in Noah's day, uh, it was a place of safety. But may I say here in uh, a text, of course, in verse number four, the priest shall shut him up that hath to play seven days. And today I want to talk about uh, being a place of searching for the leper. Now, we don't know much about leprosy in this hour or in our country, but in the Bible times and, and in some third world countries, even to this day, uh, there is the plague of leprosy. And of course, leprosy is always a picture of sin. And uh, as we look at this, we want to examine this. And, uh, can you imagine uh, when there is sin in our lives, if we would just shut ourselves in and examine ourselves for seven days, reckon what kind of revival we could have here in America if we would search our own lives, our personal lives. And you say, we always want to search someone else's life, but no, I'm talking about searching our own lives and seeing how we stand with God and make sure that uh, there's no sin in our life. Now, as we look here at this picture of leprosy and the place of searching, in verses 1 through 3, we see the condition. He talked about uh, these different things, uh, uh, shall look on the plague and the deeper in the skin, so on. Uh, here, they, they, they were to be examined. That, that's the condition. And then verse 7, you have the curse. Uh, notice uh, at verse number 7 said, but if the scalp spread, notice that, I'm, I'm interested in that word spread, but if the scab spread much abroad in the skin, 
And here we find that it, it, was, it would spread. And may I say leprosy would spread. It's not just isolated to one place, uh, but it, it spreads. And, and may I say, friends, so does sin. Sin is not just isolated to one incident. It spreads. You, you, listen, friends, I want you to get that. If you, get, if you miss everything else, I say no one ever wins at the game of sin. Sin destroys. Sin has destroyed homes. Sin has destroyed personal lives. Sin has uh, brought division in our churches. Sin has brought death. The Bible said that the wages of sin is death. No one ever wins at the game of sin. And here we see that as being shut in, it was a place of searching. This individual uh, was to search himself, somebody shall shut him, that he has to play seven days. And he was to search, he was to look, to check his skin, and make sure that uh, it had not spread or whatever. So that, that was the confinement. Verse 4, the Bible said, Then the priest shall shut him Shut up him that hath the plague seven days. That, that was a confinement uh, to make sure and let the priest examine that individual and make sure uh, that, uh, it was, it, that it was not leprosy, but maybe it was something else, whatever. But I'm talking about a place of searching. You, you remember in 1 Corinthians 11, verse 28, uh, they're talking about the Lord's Supper. Uh, and there were those that were defiling the Lord's Supper there at the church at Corinth. And uh, Paul said, let a man examine himself. Uh, let a man examine himself. And that's, that's what we need to do in this hour. And instead of pointing fingers, instead of looking at someone else, and instead of bringing accusation against someone else, uh, the, the, the song, it's not my father, not my mother, but it's me, O oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. And we need to examine ourselves and see how we stand uh, with God, a place of searching. If we would search our own lives, search our own heart, and, and see how we stand with God. They were shut in, shut up there for seven days. That, that was the confinement there. But, and we need to, in this hour, may I say, we need to examine our living. Is our living, is it sincere? First John 1, 6, the Bible said, if we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. And this hour, friend, we need to just examine our own lives and say, if, see, if we are walking in the light of his word, he said, if we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we're lying. Now, I didn't say that. That's what God said in his word. God's infallible, inerrant word. We lie and do not the truth. So are we sincere in our living for the Lord? Are we walking in the light as we are commanded to do that in First John 1, 6? So is our living not only sincere, is it uh, scriptural? Jesus said in John 14, 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. You see, the word of God was given to us 
to be a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path, uh, and, and we are to keep his commandments. There, it's not an option. For, we don't get to vote on it. It's the commandment. said, keep my commandments. That's, that's the scriptural part of our living. And then we need to examine our living. Is it spiritual? The psalmist said in Psalm 42, as the heart panteth after the water brook, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. Do we have that longing and that desire for the things of God? Examine our living. Are, do, do, is our uh, living spiritual? How, are we like that deer, that, that heart, as it pants after the water brook? Uh, are, are we panting after God? Are we hungering for the things of God and the blessings of God? I'm talking about a place of searching. Search our own life. Search our living. Is it right with God? Are we uh, doing what we're supposed to do in light of the Word of God? Not, not only that, but uh, examine our living. We are to examine our love, our, our love for Christ. Uh, Matthew 22, 37, Jesus said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. Hey, friend, are we, do we love him? He said that to the church at Ephesus in Revelation 2, I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. That's not talking about a loss of salvation. But he said, thou hast left thy first love. Uh, the Bible says there in the book of Matthew, I think it's 24, <coughs> it said, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. So we are to uh, examine and search our love for Christ. Do we really love him like we once did? Have we, or, or have we allowed the, the things of this world uh, to shut out Christ and to push him back uh, in our lives? Not, not only examine our love for Christ, but examine our love for the church. The psalmist said in Psalms 122 and verse 1, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go unto the house of the Lord. And that was in the Old Testament under the law. And David said, when somebody come by and said, hey, let's go to church today. And David said, I was glad. I was excited when they said, let's go to the house of the Lord. The Bible said, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. We've got a generation today that they say they're saved, but yet they are abandoning the local New Testament church. Hey, I have a problem with that, friend. The Bible teaches us there in the book of Acts 2, right part of that chapter, that they met on the first day of the week. They met for fellowship. They, they met there for the breaking of bread. They met there, my friend, for a time of worship. And I tell you, friend, uh, if you are physically able, then you should want to be in the house of God. You should want to meet together with fellow believers. Uh, and, and, and So we need to examine. We need to, to search our lives to, and to examine our love for Christ, our love for the church, and then our love for other Christians. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 13, 4, that charity suffereth long. 
The Bible tells us in 1 John 1, 7, if we say that we have fellowship with him, if we have, we have fellowship with him, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin, and with one another, fellowship, one with, we can't live this life. We are made for fellowship with one another, and we need that fellowship with one another. 1 John 3, 14, Paul, John said, we know that we pass from death unto life. How? Because we love the brethren. I'm talking about friends searching as this leper, uh, my friend, was shut up and had to search his skin to see if it was spread. We need to search our lives, search our living, uh, uh, search our love for Christ, and then we need to examine our labor. Jesus said in John 4, and verse number 35, Say not that the four months come to harvest, but lift up your eyes and the field, for they're white already in the harvest, and the laborers are so few. Yes, friend, in this hour we need to see the multitudes that are perishing without God. No, we can't save them, but thank God we know someone that can. And may the Lord help us to examine our labor. What are we doing for the Lord God in this hour? Uh, it said, lift up your eyes. The fields are white under harvest. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 3 and verse 9 that we are laborers together with him. We're not in this by ourselves. It's not our work. It's the Lord's work. And we are laborers together with him. Oh, friend, as here, that as, the, as this leper was shut up uh, for seven days, may the Lord help us, uh, my friend, to examine. He had to examine his uh, skin. He had to search it over, look it over, and make sure that, that there was no scabs or anything there. May the Lord help us in this hour to examine our lives personally, uh, my friends, examine our love for the Lord personally, hey, examine our labor for the Lord personally. Hey, friend, you, you say, but preacher, what about so-and-so? That, that's, that's nothing to you. That's none of your business, friend. But what about us, ourselves personally? What are we doing for the Lord in this hour? So may the Lord help us uh, to examine and search our lives to the glory of God, and then, my friend, commit ourselves to his service, uh, uh, to him in this hour for the glory and honor of God. Well, may the Lord bless you till tomorrow. In Jesus' name, amen.